John Ryan and he is Jonathan Prince and together hey, we are brutally Jonathan brutally Jonathan yeah. out here hello everyone sorry about yeah. my um it's really bright so I'm probably a little bit dark in this do I look too dark let me move see if I can move oh, forward here, we, here we go straight away straight away with the jokes with the old 1970s racist jokes like that. <laughs> what's going on how are you I am in Wigan you're yeah. in Wigan. So let me, let's let's stop there. Let's stop there. Hold on. It's the 31st of July today, people. And um, there was an announcement late on the 30th of July. And that announcement was what, John? It was Wigan is in lockdown. Do not enter or leave the town or you will be exterminated. And Wigan's got three rooms in and out. So they can block this place off, right? I got here yesterday evening about six for my friend's birthday weekend. Last night, 10 o'clock, we were making up like curry and stuff for 20 people and then um someone went oh you're not still having it are you? have you not seen news but we haven't had to tell you so now um you're stuck here could be stuck here for two weeks mate wow L- that literally you can't leave no day no time no, 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 no. <laughs> um yeah so it's really it's really funny because uh yesterday was the first time that i've been to a restaurant in since march Right. So they did it all proper socially distanced in this Italian restaurant in town. Um, all the staff had masks and the uh, plastic screens on. Distance to the tables. It's really nice. It's very pleasant. It's good to be out there and be real. And then this last night just got down. Wow. Lockdown. Not quite like Charlie. It's not like Wigan police going over big sticks going, get back into your house, you. Not fan got me to that level. Wow, so so literally you've just got to stay now and you can't even really, you can't go, all the pubs must be closed and that, yeah? Well, this is the thing. This is Welcome to Britain in the 21st century. You can, um, the pubs still open and the churches and the mosques are still open, but you can't have people in your garden. So hold on, the pubs in Wigan are still open? Yeah, the pubs are still open, religious places are still open, but you can't have people in your back garden or in your house, unless they're from your social bubble. Because we was we we were here before the lockdown was announced, we're now part of this social bubble. Right. So you say we? Did you travel with your lady? I've got my my, my good lady is with me. So and, you've um, travelled with her, and yeah. she's on lockdown as well now. We are locked down together with our two friends and a ten-year-old boy and their dog who follows me around. Mate, he thinks I'm a pack leader. Dog keeps licking my feet because he thinks I'm a pack leader. So how do you feel about being being stuck in lockdown, then, buddy? How's that? Well, you know, there's worse places I could be. If I was at home, I, you know, yesterday was my first day in three weeks. I'm done work on my house. As you know, I'm building an extension and all the rest of it. I thought, yeah, I'll have a couple of days off and I'll get back on on Monday. But it looks like maybe Monday won't be happening, um, which isn't good because I've got a friend coming around to help me do some wiring and some plumbing next week. Yeah, it'll happen. We'll escape. We'll make a break for the middle of the night. But we have to isolate our own then. Yeah, you do. You have to isolate our home. I was going to just mention something real quick. Um, my missus said to me the other day, like, she keeps saying I've got holes in my socks and that. Do you get that? Do you ever get that? Or is it just me? Do you get that? Holes in your socks? Yeah, so like... Holes in your socks? Yeah. What claws you got on your feet? Pardon? Nah, just like, you what know, when you sort of... Sca- 
when your socks get older and you get a hole in the sock, and I often think like you should be able to keep them. My missus, she started having a go at me the other day. She wanted me to throw these out. Look, they're perfectly good socks, man. Nothing wrong with them, is there? No, but then uh, it's like one of them kind of oh eight nine eight um, live sex video things. <laughs> live sex. You want to pay more? Do you want to hold my feet for one dollar? I'll hold my feet. Um, I was reading about a woman this week who does that. She, people, many have a foot fetish. They, um, she goes online, shows her foot, and they pay her while they pleasure themselves. To her foot. Yeah, it's, mate, you're missing out on a coin here. You could be <laughs> raking it with them. Just that little glimpse I saw. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <a free> <laughs> I've made the grade. You know why I've made the grade? Actually, all your looks. Don't give all your looks to your feet, not your, not your face. That's what happened. Oh, like, oh, I might have a face on this one. You can decent feet. <laughs> I might have a jaw up on this one. <laughs> We've got less. We've got some really nice sexy feet here, you know. Like they've got the wrong toenails. You know, rip out the socks. The toenails on my heel. Toenails on my heel now. Heel nails. Heel nails. Um, yeah, I sent that picture to my friends. Lovely, yeah, man. Lovely. And uh, my friends were like, yeah, you need to cream your foot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I made sure the foot was nice and creamed, ready for this for this show. You don't look after your feet. People don't look after their feet, um, Jonathan. They don't look after their feet. And hold on, hold feet... on. Don't don't push me into the. I don't look after my feet. I just told you I cream my foot. No, just, your friends are already telling you to cream your feet. They're just worried. They're having a collection now. Do me like an advert on the telly for just two pounds a month. Jonathan can cream his feet. I love how uncomfortable I am with you saying, you if you just said Jonathan can cream his foot, I'd have been perfectly fine with that. You know, in the Caribbean, it's like that. Like one foot would be like your foot and two two feet would be foot them. Foot them. But um, I'm presuming you've got more than one. I've only seen one. I don't know. Maybe That's it. That's why it's your foot. foot. Well, maybe the other one is like um, Oscar Pistorius' blade thing. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Roller skate on the other. We had my sister had a tortoise once, and the back wheel, the back leg was a wheel. Wow! Just so. I met a guy in the Caribbean. Um, I met a guy in the Caribbean. He'd lost his left leg, and um, everyone called him One Foot. Brilliant. One foot. Brilliant. In the Caribbean, anything below your waist can be considered uh, your foot, innit? So like your thigh and your knee, front of your knee and your shin, that could be like your front foot, your heel, your hamstring. That's your back foot. You see. So you can take pictures of all these things. You make a fortune online, mate. <laughs> online, sell myself. Jonathan'sLeg.com. <laughs> you, you just can't get upset about that. It's not like you're kind of you know, doing sexy things. <laughs> yeah. so she, kind of, she comes out and you're standing on a chair, flashing the backs of your calves at a um, camera. Camera, it's not going to go down well. I'll tell you now. If she comes in, which she will, and sees me wearing this um, half and half sock. Then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a look because she wanted me to throw it away and not do it on the vlog. You get me? Go and tell her that's the sock she was wearing when you met her, and it's really important to see that sock. <laughs> and whenever she's at work, you're missing her, you're lonely. You put that sock on, and you're reminded of the time that you had nothing with your life. There you go. Here it goes again. Look at that. Please, for an extra five dollars, just take it off. <laughs> I, I got that message. I saw you send it. I saw it pop up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, put it in the box. If you put you want to see more of Jonathan's body? Put it in the box, mate. <laughs> put it in the box. Most of it is sure to see. Oh, man. Um, can I play my tune for the week? Tell him. I'm um, expecting something from the 90s. Uh, this is my tune for the week. 
and I'll leave it there. The reason why that's my tune for the week is because it's so hot today, man. It's not 35 degrees. No, Wigan, it's raining. Really? Yeah, it's raining. Yeah, it's always raining in the Gutted. And you know what? The weather forecast is pointless because it's like, right, that was, that was news. Now on to Fiona with the weather. It's still a rain. That's it. Thank you. Back to it. That's it. Always. What's that tune you like then? Just because it reminds you of summertime. Yeah, summertime, man. When I, I remember when, like, when I was young, my dad used to play that tune a lot. And for some reason, my memory is that it was always sunny. Whether true or not. Plus, it has a wicked bass line. As soon as I get off this call, I'm going to be thumping that. Um, my my tune this week is um, slightly less, slightly more modern, I think, would be the, the way to describe it. Uh, I hope you can hear it. You get that? Where's he pee, mate? And what's the track title? Where's he pee? He's like, it's called Live Up. Roddy P, Live Up. And why is that your tune for the, for the week? I'll tell you why, because I, I've always really liked what he does, because he talks about current events and temporary stuff. He doesn't have, I know I sound like an old fart, but I like music that educates and music that says something that gives a powerful message rather than looking at my hoes and my money and all that nonsense. So what I like about him is that he, and he always encourages other artists as well. But this week, I've been revisiting some of his work. Because I watched his jazz funk documentary on BBC Four. Right, it's fantastic. Huh. Um, and it was all about how in the 80s and the 90s we had the jazz funk stuff. Very big in East London. Very big all over London. Brilliant. Of course, there was a Brilliant. rapper named uh, Ty that hung around with Rodney P a lot. And rest in peace, Ty. I think he passed about a month ago, man. And I think that might have been even COVID related. So people out there still stay safe, innit? it? And uh, as you can see, with oh, John's experience. Say again. Four <laughs> Don't come to Wigan, they'll lock you up. 14 day sentence. <laughs> Ka-ching. Throw the keys away. Well, I mean, what if your friends had had something planned as well, man? It's good that you can stay there. Imagine if you were in a hotel. Yeah. Um, would it have a vending machine hotel, or would it be one of them like. <laughs> would it have one of them policy machines? I love the policy machines, and I always have trainers on. Um, sometimes, when I used to do like uh, Jongle's weekend, I used to bring all my shoes with me, polish them at a hotel. I can hear you now. There's a few like little, I don't know, maybe you've got your long legs on today and the laptop's a bit far from your ears. But anyway, carry on. Um, well, the laptop's a bit far from my ears. He's so got little ears. Back in February, um, I landed a big contract hosting conferences. So three years ago, I went to a conference and the guy that was hosting it, he got stuck on a motorway. So I said, well, look, I, I know a little bit about each guest. I'll host it. And then, um, you know, you can just sort me out a little drink at the end or something. And it went well. And then two years ago, the guy gave me two to, to do. The last year, he gave me six. And then in February, uh, he gave me 52. Wow. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, wait, mate, I'm in the money here. And this is great. This is what I want to do. And then, so I went out and bought a couple of suits, some shirts, some shoes, then some casual stuff for evenings and that, if I was staying in hotels and all that sort of stuff. So I spent some bucks, mate. And then we had lockdown. So all these new clothes just been hanging up and sitting around going nowhere. So yesterday was the first time I wore one of my pairs of kind of casual shoes. <laughs> I haven't had shoes on for like five months. Are your feet mash up now then? Of... Oh, my days, man. <laughs> it comes back to the foot again. I ain't got feet like yours. 
I just checked your foot. See, you should have creamed I've your got, foot. I should have creamed it, mate. Exactly. But it's just funny. It's all these little things that you forget about because um, of lockdown and because of corona and all that, what we've been through. Even coming out the motorway yesterday, it was rammed. Like everyone was on a getaway. Everyone's going to the seaside. Everyone's I'm like, wow, man. And, it's, and I, like I said a couple of times on our talks, I feel a bit resentful now because the whole world's gone back to normal. And um, I'm still unemployed. And on lockdown. And on lockdown, lockdown weekend. Well, they do have a hot tub. So, mate, well, it could be what could be a lot worse, can it, mate? In that hot tub, two o'clock this morning, I think, what your neighbours complaining? Like, no, nah, they're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like me and the missus, we've brought shameless to nice people. <laughs> they're like, we're going to bed now. So, all right, then, we'll be up in about three hours. Three o'clock this morning, we went to bed, got out of hot tub, looked at all the wine bottles that somebody had left lying around. That was dangerous. And then. <laughs> But it's just funny, that whole thing on, you know, like I'm still doing my little online bits and pieces. I've done one this week. But you think, wow, something's got to change, man. No, for real, for real. It's not looking like, um, I don't know, there's, I've not really watched the news, man. So I was about to talk about current affairs, but I haven't really watched it. So I can't really say what's going on, other than knowing that you're in lockdown in Wigan. Um, I was wondering whether I'm like on the spectrum in some way. I'll explain this. I'll clarify this, right? I don't, so, I don't know if you need to. Anyone who's watched you over the week <laughs> make their own words up, mate. Right. So I uh, sent my missus a picture message the other day. Uh, do you remember them when you had to clarify it was a picture message? I can't believe I've just said that. Um, sent my missus a message like saying, oh, uh, ran out of face cream, had to use your face cream. Sorry, I'll buy some like soon. Um, sent a picture of the face cream like she doesn't know what it looks like. And then uh, that night in bed, uh, I said to her, oh, yeah, did you get my message about the face cream? She was like, yeah, yeah, I got your message about the face cream. Um, how did you find it? I was like, well, it was in your, it was in your bathroom, wasn't it? She goes, oh, yeah, but how did you find it? I said, what do you mean, how did I find it? I opened the door to your bathroom, opened the cabinet, and it was in front of me. She was like, no, silly, like, how did you find it? Did you like it? Did, do you want me to buy you some? Yeah, so sometimes I take things properly, literally. Like, actually, literally. I don't know, I don't know if that's on the spectrum. That's probably got more to do with having a, a partner who English isn't her first language, right? And what happened No, because I think, I think there, I was wrong. Because like, how did you find it? Is like, how did you find that skin on your cream? Cream on your face, skin on your cream. How did it fit on your foot? <laughs> and the thing is, we learned English by copying our parents and the people around us. Mm -hmm. So we learned bad habits, right? But when you learn English as your second language, you learn the rules. I was thinking the other day, I was, I was remembering, it must have been about 1985, um, growing up in a West Indian household, that the uh, plastic come off the sofas and dining chairs. That was an experience. 
Was that? Did you think that happened at every Caribbean house in the country same day? I don't reckon it was the same day because I remember still going around mates' houses and they still had, they still had the plastic on. But um, also, do you remember back in the day people used to have a room that they didn't use, but it was like safe for best just in case the queen, just in case the queen come round. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, not not in in the city of London that wasn't the case, mate. <laughs> not in the house, mate. Don't use the cross parlour because it was like kind of much in my house, mate. You didn't even have cupboards that you get used. You know, if someone dies, you'd be like, right, let's, let's get their room before, like, someone else takes it. But what I used to love, all my um, Caribbean friends, always had a fridge in their front room. I used to say that was the coolest thing. Yeah, what was that about? Was yeah, I just, I just remember that. Plastic lino that would go all the way up to the fridge door. Yeah, because my, my granddad's got that now, still. Coolest thing in the world, mate. <laughs> a fridge in your front room. Mate. Don't start me on that. <laughs> it's so funny how I've only just clocked that that might have been a black thing. <laughs> yeah, you start to realise now the clues. Are, but of course, now I'm woke. I can't say that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I can make no comment or judgment. I only mock you for your racist assumptions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, so the other thing was walnut um, hi-fis. Oh, Everyone no. had a walnut hi-fi with a turntable here and, a, and you weren't allowed to touch it. <laughs> And then have the yeah. aerial like nailed into the wall somewhere. My yeah. dad used to get proper pissed off if you like if you moved his aerial and his show come on on the Sunday like reggae show because you didn't have like reggae on t- on radio back then. You had to like kind of listen to Bedford radio, try and pick up on some pirate. And if you moved if you moved his aerial, mate, why trouble? In the days, in trouble. the days, we used to listen to RTE, which was the Irish broadcasting service, and uh, my dad used Gaelic football, which is basically cross between. Um, rugby, football, and kung fu, and they just they run around punching each other in the head and throwing the ball around. Anyway, he used to listen to um, there's a guy called uh, Mihal O'Hare who was a commentator. And to my dying day, if ever I meet him called Mihal, I go back to my dad sitting there, just tuned it, and you just say, So you have to wait till the next day to ask someone at church what's yours. <laughs> I tell you what, but you never paid attention to a game as much when you're listening to that because you're like, and then one day we had this um, black family moving next door. And um, so me and my big sister were out to see what was going on. And my dad just kind of kind of looked kind of like suspiciously from the back door like this. And then they had a, a lorry. And then there was a, there was the dad and the mum, a, a, a boy and two girls. And then um, the boy come down on his on his bike, and he kind of stared me out, and I stared him out. And then within five minutes, my sister was best friends with them. They went off to play. Then um, when they was unloading, my dad was just kind of staring at this old black guy, and he was staring at my dad. And then uh, my mum went, knocked on the door, and asked, which brought us some soda bread, Irish soda bread, and um, welcomed them and said, you know, this is where the church is, and blah blah blah. So they was tight. And my dad, Mr. English, just they were just nah, we're having it. Right, so within about three days, we were all best friends. But the binding thing that happened, um, my dad was in his chair and he was like, "You know when a dog hears like a packet of crisps over?" He's like, <laughs> "A chair to the back door." Like, What's that black fellow doing? And he went out in the garden, and Mr. English was listening to Jim Reeves, and my dad was like, "What are you playing Jim Reeves for?" And then and then he came out of the garden. And he goes, "Well, you are something." He goes. That's Jim Reeves. He goes, 
Yeah. I love the Jim Reeves. Come on in. He goes, all right. And then, <laughs> so, so then he came in. Then the first time we went into their house, we were like, oh my God, they've got the same walnut um, <laughs> stereo music. Hi-Fi, what was it? What was it called a music? Yeah, hi-fi. hi-Fi. No, it was a Hi-Fi, wasn't it? Stack yeah. system. That's it. But it, was a, it wasn't this tall one. It was a long one. Yeah, right. On it. Jim Reeves was the um, unifying thing that brought them together. <laughs> I don't know who Jim Reeves is, man. You're going to have to think of a tune of his to... Uh... Oh, my days, man. I don't just, know who... Just get it in that box how, on a scale of 10. How could you not know Jim Reeves? Is it... What is it? Country music? It's just very slow country songs. With a very... <laughs> I hear the sound... I, did, um, I know who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good impression, it actually. I played it as well as a walker. Because I used to bombard it with it. On, on a, every Sunday. You only put it on Sunday. <laughs> That's actually a, quite a Caribbean thing to play music on a Sunday. All day, we never had TV on on a Sunday. It was just music. Um, I was thinking about something the other day, which made me laugh, right? Nowadays, we would call somebody who... Um, like gets in a relationship in order to to like better their social position or their their well being like specifically like normally around money we'd call him a gold digger right um but the other day I was watching a program is that still valid gold diggers I don't know it's still a term isn't it that's used in that way yeah but like I was listening to something the other day um talking about uh someone talking to this lady about her auntie and asking where did she get her wealth from. And um, this woman replied, well, she married well. Married well, you know. Oh. Married well. I was thinking, wow. Like, and it was said as a compliment as well, you know. Like, she married well. And it was, oh, yeah, good, good, good. She married well. They don't have to say anything more. See, my mum used to say, when, it, when you get them situations, I mean, well, it's the other way around as well, man to woman, woman to man. But my mum would say, uh, I wonder what's, what are these Caesar? Uh, it must be those things she has on her ears. Right, and we used to think, oh, right, as any years later, I found out which of it was a feet. <laughs> That's what a woman had that the man could see in her. She used to put her feet on her ears. So, uh, oh, um, seed, sorry, yeah. did you see how long it took me to, to, to uh, work that out? I don't, I don't think you're on any scale, mate. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just things she puts in her ears. Like, what earrings? How can earrings attract a man? Like, it's her feet. But I've got a mate who, well, he's probably 48 now, and he's always liked older women because they look after him. From when he was in his 20s, always looked up uh, like older women. Yeah. He likes to be mothered. Yeah. So, you know, he works. I think it goes both ways. Is he one of them nappy wearer brothers? I don't think he's quite into that, but well, he might be. The I don't know. But, you know, in any relationship, there's always going to be a power dynamic where one person's doing better than the other. The idea is that you pull each other up. That's true. That's very true. I mean, I just thought it was funny how she said she married well and it was like a proper compliment and I could see all these, like, well. all these feminists at home just being like... Well, that was the ambition for every kind of Victorian family, wasn't it? For their daughters to marry well. Mm-hmm. My daughter has just done a dissertation uh, on uh, that very subject about marriage and feminism. But did she marry well? I don't answer that. I'm just joking. I'm joking, mate. Did she marry well? I don't actually know, actually. She, but she does believe in marriage, I think. But I think it's all this thing about how marriage has changed culturally and over time and all the rest of it. Um, but it does fascinate me when people still 
want to get married and invest and spend all them thousands on a big ceremony at a big day. And what is it they actually, what is it they want? What were you doing? Why are you doing it? Yeah, true. True. Actually, you just made me think because I want to get married, have a festival ceremony and thing. I was I'll have a think. I'll come back to you next week, mate. I don't know why you want to get married. I'll let me talk you out of it because I don't have some Polish woman on my dog. You said about music earlier, right? It makes me laugh because it's kind of a good segue. And you saying about how your dad come outside, heard the band playing some music that they both had in common, and it kind of gelled them yeah. together, right? So um, my fridge freezer broke the other day, right? Um, and I'm quite lucky that down here we're like kind of out of lockdown, um, like you were yesterday. Um, oh. <laughs> sorry, mate. This guy come round, uh, and he's one of them guys who's like. <laughs> Fucking hell, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell. That guy came round bloody messing me around, did he? What a day. That kind of bloke. Do you know what I mean? As he comes in my house now, he's, he's got this big fridge freezer on this wheel thing. He's wheeled it up the stairs. We've managed to get it in the house. And as he's come into my house now, I realise that I've got like Crockett's theme by John Hammer playing. Because Radio 2 okay, is on. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And it's like... Like what they sing at the darts, yeah? Right, so I've immediately felt mad embarrassed, didn't it? Because this guy's come in the house, I hear the tune, I'm like, oh, sorry about the tune, mate. Um, it's Radio Two, like I'm, I'm just working and I'm just listening to it while I'm working. The guy, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm middle class. The guy put the fridge. I thought, I thought you'd be a regular. Funny thing is, as we said, he was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he put the ra- he put the fridge freezer down and actually started laughing, like fully laughing, like like proper. I like, had to stand for a minute and catch his breath. He's like, bloody hell. <laughs> when I came in here, see a stocky black man, I thought to myself, you'd have a bit of soul on, a bit of decent reggae in that. And what are you doing? Play Radio 2? You'll never believe it. He goes, right? So then he was laughing for a bit before he could even pick the fridge freezer up. We've finished putting it in. We've gone outside now to pay him. <laughs> he started laughing again just before he goes off. He goes, you wait till I go to the pub this weekend and I'll tell the boys. I did this call in the week. You'll never guess what happened. Stocky black guy. I had braids and everything, he said. He had braids all and everything. All the gear. All the gear. <laughs> when I went in his ass, you bloody play Radio 2, would he? He was like, I bet you don't go out this weekend because you're listening to the Archers, right? I was like, whatever, mate. What's this country coming to, right? Eh? <laughs> hey, it's coming to you. you got these black people. You get Radio 2. Ah. I think he's right. I learned something on Radio 2 yesterday. Every day you learn something, right? Apparently, That's a good one. if yeah. you rub cucumber on the bathroom mirror, it will eliminate the fog and mist. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah. As in, like, I think that means if you do it, then when you have a shower and that and you come out, you can still see in your mirror. But can you still put a cucumber in your sandwich, though? <laughs> I don't put cucumber in my sandwich, though. But you, because you're listening to Radio 2, it's the next step, mate. I put cucumber in my drink, what? mate. Oh, you, you're listening to Radio 2, you're <laughs> messing around here. Why are you going to the bathroom with cucumber every day? <laughs> you can just get the whole wrong in this shit here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that still in the cucumber? You sure it's for mirror? Hold on, one sec, one sec, mate. Huh? Oh, no, I'm just getting... I'm just getting a look. I wish you just come to me and said... I spent three minutes looking for the best one because I thought you was wanting to eat it. Oh, <laughs> I don't care. Sorry, darling. I will eat some of it. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Uh, my favourite fact is that in the Bible it doesn't say there's three wise men only that there are three gifts. Oh, does it really? See that? That's a showstopper. Does yeah. it really? I've got um yeah I've got um 
asked to leave uh, Sunday school lesson that day after that. So I was always asking questions about but how could she like have a virgin birth? And if Adam and Eve was the first two on the planet, where did everyone else come from? So yeah, it, yeah, I had issues with Catholicism from a very early age. Uh, is that true though? Yeah. Just, yeah. But then I suppose like there's so many different versions of the Bible, like and yeah, I don't know, man. Only King James, only King James, mate. It's got to be King James. I'm, I'm not, even, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Yes. You just drop into conversation with people. Yes. Yeah. Some scribed me this week. Some of that kind of like made me think. Meh, meh. What is the uh, intention of your behaviour? And I, that's all the energy I put towards it. But it was um, people who. Um, Live their relationships through Facebook. That's stupid. I love him so much and he loves me. We love each other. Happy anniversary, darling. Yeah, oh, happy anniversary to you too. Like, you live in the same yard, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's going on? Who's it for? Who's the message for? Anyway. Yeah, I, I think sometimes it's not wrong with a little bit of the old public declaration of love, but I think, yeah, you've got to kind of think, oh, oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if if you love public declarations of love, leave it in the comments. Is your Mrs. Barber? I love my Jonathan's foot. <laughs> I love his socks. I love my man's his socks. His cucumber. He's got a lovely cucumber. It stops the mirror misting up. <laughs> There's definitely not going to be any love showing on Facebook for that. Trust me, mate. Trust me. Um, I got to go to the dentist this week, people. So uh, hopefully I'll finally I was... get that jaw sorted. Hopefully, finally get this jaw sorted. I got went to the dentist. I had to um, describe how my how my teeth looked while I had the mask on. Of course, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Stop your face with the mask on. This is my point. Yeah, they don't, do they? You're not wearing a mask. Stupidness, man. But like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know about the whole mask thing. It feels like an exercise in fear, man. Spreading fear. I'm not saying don't wear your mask. Wear your mask. Follow the rules and that. But it does feel like an exercise in spreading fear. You know, when you walk down the street, I'm one of them who like says hello to people and. Like facial expressions and you're right mate or whatever and now everyone's just like zombified isn't it no one's like it's kind of dehumanized yeah. everybody i don't like that so i'm thinking of getting a visor uh, what one in plastic screens no just like a proper judge dread one <laughs> i think that could work that could, be a shower. that could be the one mate it's just difficult man because it's this second wave and is it really high is it really low and oh man but my friends in America they're all going crazy over there because it's going now they think you freedom of speech and freedom of expression and now they've got freedom to die from stupidity it's hard there's got to be some way of getting people to take responsibility but it's, I saw an argument in uh, Lidl the other day where a guy was wearing a mask but his nostrils were showing and the, and the next man was going no you've got to cover up the whole face with it what can he do? It's always bizarre. I don't want to wear a mask. It's my choice. But that's the rules, isn't it? They're the rules. They're the rules. No, this is it. This is it. But um, no, the dentist was Chris, mate. They sorted me out. I've got a mouth guard. Hopefully my jaw start... Well, I should get a mouth guard. Hopefully my jaw start being better. It hasn't been dislocating for the last couple of weeks, so... You stressed, you stressed yourself out about something. About my jaw dislocating, probably. No, because you're grinding your teeth in your sleep and you're stressing yourself out. You get stressed about... Your I don't think... See, I'm getting this guard, but I haven't got any evidence of grinding. The dentist said there was no evidence of grinding. But... Money, mate. Let me afford dentists. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? These dentists. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, big up all the subscribers and thing. 
uh, all the people watching the shows, all the viewers. Um, please like, subscribe, share with your mates, leave some comments if you liked it, if anything made you laugh. Um, if you want any uh, private pictures of my my sock my sock game. <laughs> little foot lingerie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's John Ryan. I'm in lockdown, and he's Jonathan Prince. <laughs> yeah, man, we are brutally honest. You can do your thing. You can do your thing. Do your sign off. All right, people. Peace. We're not, not, not lying. Resonating vibes in.